0: This portion of the show is brought to you by ZeroResNorthernArizona.com.
1: This is the Jeff Orbit Show.
0: All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orbit's here. Happy to be here with you today. Uh, get through some news picks here, and then we've got Kelly Broaddus with the market update, going to talk about. Uh, What's going on in the real estate market? What's going on with interest rates? I just saw an article on CNBC that interest rates have gone up and broken over the 8% threshold. I'm talking about like for your 30-year fixed mortgage, uh, that, that just went over that 8% threshold j- just recently, just this month. And we've been kind of in a pause when it comes to interest rates as far as the Fed raising rates even further. I think they decided for a second month in a row not to raise the Fed funds rate, uh, but I suspect they'll probably go up again until eventually they'll start crashing these things down to buy elections, buy votes on the on the federal side. That's typically what happens around the election, but what do I know? Don't take my interest rate advice by any means, uh, but I wanted to get Kelly on to talk about how this is impacting the real estate market. You know, obviously, the country has an affordability issue. That's an understatement, and the in particular, Northern Arizona definitely has a affordability issue when it comes to housing. So what's an 8% interest uh, or mortgage look like when home prices are seven, eight, nine hundred thousand $900,000 in a lot of these communities. So stick around for that. Um, and we'll talk with Kelly Broaddus with the Broaddus Properties Group. Uh, also comments, I'd love to hear from you. I'll try to get to a couple comments. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's Talk With Jeff at iCloud.com. Including it's funny because I get like dueling comments sometimes about, you know, that was the best show ever and then that was the worst show ever and I can't stand you kind of thing. <laughs> I get those quite a bit where the people have um it it's funny how one show can Uh, you know uh, create two different exact viewpoints on the topics we were covering that was definitely yesterday's show and my frustration with the federal government and well in particular with Congress uh, the Democrats are totally useless the party and and the Republicans are you know there should be they should be split off and a new party should be formed so my frustration with the Republican Party has irked some people because they feel like hey that's our best hope and I was like wow if that's our best hope we've got some uh, trouble Anyway, I'll get to all that, plus some some news picks as well. Uh, I, I actually came down to the Verde Valley earlier in the day to go to a water adjudication meeting in Camp Verde. And it was good to see there was quite a uh, bit of folks who are concerned about water issues in the Verde Valley. I, I don't know a lot about it, so I'm not really ready to speak. Uh, I'm definitely not a water expert, although I've been around water issues. You know, I've served on different water. Committees and this and that over the, the years, but my knowledge is is pretty sparse when it comes to water rights in Arizona. Uh, what I will leave you with with that meeting is that the the wheels of the legal process are churning when it comes to water rights. If you happen to live pretty close to, and a lot of people do in the Verde Valley, the Verde River or any of its tributaries. So we're talking uh, like West Clear Creek, for example, uh, Oak Creek, all those. All those waterways, shall we say, tributaries that flow into the Verde. Then that that Verde eventually goes down to Salt River, and then you know all that water winds up down in the Phoenix, in the metro area. You know the the five million plus people that are sucking up a lot of water and this and that. Well, SRP has water rights when it comes to uh, the surface water, the, the, the Verde River, for example. Its tributaries uh, that they claim go way back. You know, I I mentioned this last week, they, they came in, uh, early 1900s, 1800s, whatever it was. And, and again, no expert on this. And I was uh, actually a little bit confused at this meeting and realized that I, that, that a lot of people might have to hire lawyers so the lawyers can make money on this stuff. Um, but anyway, you claim water rights in Arizona. So you're, you're the first one there. So you basically, you got those water rights and they're, uh, going on forever and ever. Well, anyway, if you're in the Verde, here's where I'll leave you with this. No legal advice here, but watch what's going on because there are, and they, they brought up an interesting stat. There was in like the 1960s, I think there's maybe a thousand wells. We're talking, you know, your, your well in your, and a lot of people in Northern Arizona are like there's wells in Arizona. Yeah. There's Verde valleys dotted with personal wells that people put in for their homes. Right. So these wells are scattered all over the place. In the 1960s, there was like a 1,000 of them. Now there's close to 10, 9,600, 10,000, something like that, private wells throughout the Verde Valley. Well, anyway, all this legal stuff is churning in the background with SRP and an adjudication process, fancy legal words there. And if you live near the Verde River, like I said, any of its tributaries, you better be watching out maybe talking to the town of camp verde trying to seek out information from uh, arizona department of water resources uh this this whole process because i, I don't know what's going to happen uh you, they want to basically make sure that the verde and i do too flows uh better than it is now but keep in mind they also have water rights and all that water winds up down there in the salt river and in, in the valley uh, but could it lead to Nothing happening? Maybe. Could it lead to people on the extreme side? have talked about water rights being taken away or water. Well, they would argue if it goes through a judicial process, you don't you didn't have the water rights. And, you know, what happens to individual wells? I've heard of metering wells, putting meters on, on various wells throughout, you know, these wells that have been around for a very long time throughout the Verde Valley. I, I, look, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, but I just want everybody who's on a well in the Verde Valley Uh, and and really Chino coming down to the Verde Verde Valley, I guess, should be aware of what's going on and be looking at, uh, just look this up, the adjudication process. Arizona Department of Water Resources would be another good source as well. And I'll watch it as best I can and then bring you, you know, try to get some people that actually have more knowledge than I have on this. But it is a little bit, it it gets you another, for me, it's like another pain in the rear that, oh man, now there's something else to deal with. You know that I I wasn't even aware that this was an issue when I bought my place, or you know probably somebody back in the 1980s bought their place as well. So I'll just keep that in mind. All right, uh, political violence. This is an article from Yahoo, um, and the warnings that are going out. Um, regarding, I'm sorry, not political violence, but a a worldwide caution. I have another article on political violence. There's a State Department warning. State Department has issued worldwide caution to U.S. citizens. Uh, Embassy in in Lebanon tells Americans to flee. Uh, This is from the Blaze actually. State Department has recommended that U.S. citizens should especially exercise vigilance if located in Egypt, I would think, Iraq, well, You'd think you'd be on a heightened state in Iraq all the time. Muscat, Oman, and um, also our great ally, supposedly, NATO ally, um, in Turkey. Uh, Angela and I were talking about Turkey, I believe, just uh, Monday on the program. Uh, That was one of the places that we were planning on possibly going in March. We got a, a trip planned over to Europe, and I've always wanted to go to Istanbul, formerly Constantinople, uh, but I think that one's probably being crossed off the list um, at this point. Um, regarding the funding, talk, talked about the funding request that Biden was making. You may hear a pop there. I'm on my, my mobile setup today with a uh, uh, so so anything's possible here. If I if I if I if I go blank, you know why. Anyway, um, I and I'm reading from a small screen today. Um, okay. Anyway, y- yesterday I was right regarding the funding request for Ukraine money and for money to Israel. Uh, Biden's expected to ask Congress. And I think he's doing an address. Did it happen already? Or is it tonight? He's, he's making an address to, uh, to, to, to all of us folks out here, which maybe I'll, I'll watch. I'll rewatch it once it, once it gets posted somewhere. Anyway, he's expected to ask for a hundred billion dollars in foreign aid and 10 billion of it would be for Israel. And I said this the other day, I said, you watched, he's going to request a hundred billion dollars. I hadn't seen the details of the money, you know, where it was going to go. And, um, I, I was like, it'll be like ten percent to Israel. That will be kind of the fancy. Let's get all the votes because we're going to say this is funding for Israel, and most people are going to go for that in Congress. They're going to, if, if they ever get their act together. And I got an update on the Speaker uh, debacle that continues there in in DC. Um, but ten billion for Israel, and I don't know if it's ninety billion for Ukraine. I know originally they were asking eighty billion. Was the ask to, to go to Ukraine? So I think that's what it'll be: eighty billion to Ukraine, ten billion to Israel, and then they'll scatter a uh, ten billion in in crumbs around for emergency relief and things like that. For if we actually have something happen to uh, to Americans in America, if something goes wrong here, you know, out of a hundred billion dollars, you maybe get ten percent. It's all borrowed money, by the way. Uh, so that's what the ask is going to be. And quite frankly, I think they'll get it. Uh, they could say $1 billion to Israel and $99 billion to Ukraine. As long as it says Israel in it right now, uh, they will use the situation to get even more money to Ukraine. So your tax dollars at work there, and I expect more money to be flowing in to uh, Ukraine. All right, an update on the speaker race. And I got to tell you, I was so, because I got, again, a couple comments yesterday that um i'm being too negative when it comes to congress and in particular i'm being too negative to the republican party and as you know i left the republican party a couple weeks ago over the debt issues over the quite frankly weakness of the republican party and so many members that aren't my republic weren't my republican party anymore and i became an independent i think that there needs to be another party formed uh, this, the Freedom Caucus people probably need to break off and hopefully more and more people join that. There's not a solid Republican Party anymore that shares my values. And you're seeing it kind of play out in the Speaker race. Uh, Jordan had the second uh, vote, Jim Jordan. Uh, he's co- co-founding member of the Freedom Caucus. You know, he's been running for Speaker of the House. Earlier today, I'm getting mixed messages because there was going to be a third vote for him to be Speaker. And he he had lost... Even more Republican support in yesterday's vote, and then he was saying, "Hey, I'm going to back off, and I'm, I'm going to support temporarily giving authority to uh, this McHenry guy, who's been the Speaker Pro temp. He's kind of in the he's in a temporary position to facilitate." the House selecting a new speaker. So that's really his only job is he can, uh, you know, help elect a new speaker and and adjourn Congress, basically, and tell him to go home or, and tell him to come back. That's about it. Well, what's been kind of spinning around is this McHenry guy that want to give authority into January and make him like temporary speaker, which just means he's going to become permanent speaker. So more talk of going towards that coalition kind of government between, quite frankly, the Democrats and the Republicans. And there was this idea that, hey, he's going to be just the guy to kind of get us through. You watch where this all, all turns. So Jordan was kind of flirting, it looked like, with that idea. And then he backed off and said he would continue to run. I don't know. I haven't checked it in like an hour or so. told you I'm a little remote today, so we'll, I'll keep an eye on it. But I'm, I'm pretty frustrated even watching it at this point because maybe where some of the emails came to me yesterday – regarding my negativity towards Congress. And I think it's justified. I mean, these guys, it's just become so slimy uh, on both sides and there's not a lot of good actors left in there. So I don't have a good outlook towards Congress. And I'm no longer of the idea that, hey, we just got to elect the right people because we, even if we get the right people in there, they are literally swamped by the machine there. So I will ask this of anyone who sent me messages saying, hey, be more positive about the prospects of the Republicans or however you worded it. What have they done? What positive thing really have they done? And what positive thing do you really see coming from them in the short term, even midterm? I just don't see anything. So I don't know. I'm going to Back off a bit from talking about them too much. It's not a cop out or anything. It's just for, for my own mental health. I just I can't watch these slimy people um, every single show. So you'll probably see me back off a little bit from talking about them because I, I see them as utterly useless and utterly hopeless at this point. So I don't know. That may sound negative to you. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is the reality, and uh, I'll keep an eye on them, but the eye will not be as strong as perhaps I've been recently because I just don't see any good outcome coming from them. I've made my prediction as as to what's coming with them, which will be another continuing resolution right before Thanksgiving, and no real look at the individual spending bills or anything like that, no real cuts or anything. And let's be honest, and a lot of people need to be honest out there, if you were to get the government in line with the money coming in and the expenditures, we can't just look at the 30 the twenty eight thirty percent of the budget, the discretionary spending, you have to look at the the two thirds of the budget is untouchable. And it's mostly transfer payments, Social Security, Medicare, all that. And I know people's eyes are perking up and probably getting even mad at me. Uh, but there's no way you can solve a $2 trillion deficit unless you look at the, the, the 100% of the budget. Uh, look at the budget in its totality, not just the, the, the little part that Congress actually has authority of. And, you, and or you would also have to look at taxes and revenue coming in. So... You either have in order, you have to cut a whole bunch, which means people probably get cuts to social security, social programs, which is never going to happen, politically speaking. And we can debate all those issues if you want. You can email me your comments on that. But the revenues and the 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 income and the expenses just don't line up. It's just basic math. So if you're not willing to look into the entire budget, which Congress won't because it's too political, it's political suicide to do so. Uh, then I guess you got to raise taxes a whole bunch and nobody wants to do that either. So I guess my point being, I see no immediate or midterm or even long-term solution to the fiscal condition in Washington, DC. And with that said, I'm not going to get an ulcer Pounding it every single day because obviously this country is not ready to make the financial decisions that need to happen to actually fix this country. Your thoughts? Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Send those emails in. Be nice or not. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. We are experiencing some warm weather. It is warm today, right? Uh, But this is not going to last much longer. Uh, It's a good time to call Gettles High Desert Mechanical family owned company got brothers Adam and Ted Gettles. They've been servicing HVAC heating, cooling, plumbing also. Uh, throughout central northern Arizona for over 30 years. Gettles High Desert Mechanical, full service. Uh, you got new construction, custom design, retrofitting. I know I'm a customer of Gettles High Desert Mechanical. Uh, it's supposed to start getting colder next week, and it's already pretty chilly at night. So I always like to, every year, and talk to Gettles about this because they are the HVAC experts, not me. But I, I like to get... My HVAC unit serviced and checked every year. Carbon monoxide, you know, cleaning out, filters, all that. Have them come on by and check out that unit, especially if you got an older unit. And uh, save their number for any service you may need, especially as we get into the colder time of the year. I know it's hard to believe right now with how warm it is, but it's happening. It's going to happen. Call Gettles High Desert Mechanical 928-567-2200. 928-567-2200. Or go to GettlesGoe.com. T-T-L-S, G-O-E-T-T-L-S, GettlesHDM, GettlesHDM.com. Remember to always call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Here's why. Most insurance companies, they use the nationwide glass shop to answer their calls and they're going to try and route you to their shop, which may, may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. I've had diamond that auto glass replace glass on our vehicles. Angela and I have. Uh, my family members have also taken care of those rock chips. As we get closer to winter and the cinders start flying on the roads again, and even, even during the summer this happens, you get a rock chip on your windshield. They can replace that or repair that really quick uh, so it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield, and then you don't have to replace your glass. Plus, they have all the technology. Make sure those cameras line up and make sure that everything is done top notch. That's why my family has has been going to Diamond Auto Glass for years and years. Call them up. Diamond Auto Glass, 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. the one i was looking for earlier i mentioned political violence in an article on yahoo um uh, it's a survey that came out let me just read this to you a large portion of americans on both sides of the aisle favor getting rid of democracy and imposing violence on their political opponents, among other authoritarian measures, according to a new poll, uh, 31% of Donald Trump supporters and 24% of uh, President Joe Biden supporters said democracy is no longer viable and an alterna- alternative, alternative, get that word out, system should be tried, according to an October poll from the University of Virginia's Center for Politics. So so both sides, you know, that's pretty much equal when it comes to uh, polling Uh, think that we democracy is not the way to go that and and of course they always get confused because we we have a representative republic well if we follow the constitution and follow the principles that made our country great uh, people would probably think much differently Uh, as far as an economic system if we actually followed capitalism people would probably think much differently but the reality is capitalism will get the, the blame democracy or our representative republic constitutional republic that'll get the blame even though that's not what we're following anymore But they'll use that, Uh, you know, you know, just total misunderstanding as to the basis of our country, how it's supposed to operate. Anyway, uh, 52 percent of Biden supporters say individuals who support the Republican Party are a threat to American life. And forty-seven percent of Trump supporters say the same about Democrats. One more here: forty-one percent of Biden supporters say they believe people who support the Republican Party and its ide- ideologies have become so extreme in what they want that it is acceptable to use violence to stop them from achieving their goals. Likewise, thirty-eight percent of Trump supporters—they always pick that. Yeah, okay. Like thirty-eight percent of Trump supporters say it is okay to use violence to stop Democrats from achieving. Their goals so there you go round and round we go and uh, that's why I'm looking forward to spending some time next week early next week hunting with my son and getting back to some basics and teaching him skills and all my kids skills as best as I possibly can which isn't too good actually Um, real world stuff because there's just some things that uh, you have to step back from sometimes and say wow um, let me focus on a couple other things, but that's a, those are some crazy, crazy numbers out there as far as people that think, hey, it's, it's okay to use violence. Uh, really, quite staggering numbers. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at icloud.com. Get those comments in. It's talk with Jeff at icloud.com. All right, it's a great time to head on over to the Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Um, Stop on by there, and on Thursdays, they've got the sliders, awesome sliders at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Uh, I love going there. Uh, You don't have to pick any individual day, though, say I'm waiting for this special or that special, like Wing Wednesday or Taco Tuesday, because they've always got something at Sportsman's Bar and Grill on their $4 menu great prices they got like Pizzoli. i think tomorrow night they got the clam chowder don't hold me to that um but they've always got great drink specials you can get out of there without having to go out and get a 25 uh credit card uh to, to to fund your 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 burger eating beer drinking um watching games on tv excursion um uh, and I, I bring my family there too by the way we have good time uh it's it's a it's um it's, it's just really good food and always enjoy it. And I've never had a bad meal at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown Flagstaff, right there in the Basha's Shopping Center. Last year, Angela and I got the blinds replaced in our home. I've told you many times how great the Blind Brothers did, how they treated us, just awesome. Uh, they really know their stuff when it comes to blinds, shutters, and shades. Uh, We didn't have to break the bank to do this. And they didn't come out and say, you got to get these special blinds that cost a fortune. They're going to help work with you and, and help work with you in your budget to make sure that you get the best blind shutters and shades out there mention a the jeff Orbit show and i highly encourage you do that because you get up to half off the installation in addition to any other advertised specials i want you to do your neighbors a favor call the blind brothers right now get some great blind shutters and shades at 928-634-2423 928-634-2423 or go to theblindbrothers.com back in a minute If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvick Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that.
1: To the Jeff Orovich Show. This is the Jeff Orovich Show.
0: All right, welcome back. Uh, any comments you got? Always love hearing from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, hey, by the way, don't forget about the podcast if you're not already subscribed, it is free. Just look up Orvitz anywhere you listen to your podcast. That's up all the time, you know, so it's if something happens and weather related, you know, as we get into winter and if we have snowmageddon too, <laughs> you know, then we, we get the podcast up there and you never fall behind on anything. Uh, look up Jeff Orvitz or just Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S, hit subscribe, give us a comment as well. Uh, hour two of the show, I will have Kelly Broadus, an uh, interview with her uh, regarding... Mortgage rates, interest rates, markets, the affordability issue, and a lot more. I always appreciate when she gives us those market updates, so stick around for that. I guess they're closing up, so they say, although I haven't been down there, so I can't uh, verify this, of course, if you ain't on the ground nowadays. Uh, The border. You remember the the border openings that they did? This was down, um, I think, Sasabee and those areas. And it goes to a uh, national wild, the the Buenos Aires National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, This is kind of southwest of Tucson. They opened up the border down there to allow floodwaters to go in, and they claim it was for fixing erosion and all of that. That that's always actually the excuse for everything. When you go around the national forest, whenever something's closed, it's it's closed for uh, erosion control and vegetation or something you, you'd be in like in the middle of the desert where nothing is growing except for a couple little weeds and they close it off and they put a slap a sign that on, on there saying oh it's for erosion control and you're like what are these people talking about anyway so they opened up Porsche these these gaps all over the border and of course there's people just flooding through the border at all these gaps uh, I'm looking at an article from the Arizona Republic and they're talking about these Big gaps, these 50 smaller gaps, plus extensive huge gaps along the Arizona-Mexico border. You know, and there's just people just walking through, families just sitting there on the U.S. side, on the Mexican side. There's not even any attempt to, like, hide, you know, to evade as far as being captured. In fact, what they do... When they come across, they come across illegally and then they wait to, quote unquote, be processed by Border Patrol, which means they're going to get into this country and they're going to be dispersed throughout the country. And this keeps going on in record numbers. It used to be back in the day there was, hey, we got to do this crossing at night. And this wasn't that long ago when I say back in the day, uh, I mean, a couple decades ago. Maybe a decade ago, two decades ago, there was an attempt to at least hide to get into the country. Now it's just, hey, I'm waiting to be processed so I can be sent on my merry way, probably with a plane ticket or a train ticket or a bus ticket and a phone and a credit card. Who the heck knows what they get nowadays? Probably more than you. You Remember, you know, Ukraine will get $80 billion, uh, Israel will get $10 billion, and $10 billion will be scattered around the U.S. for supposed re- da- disaster relief. So it's pretty much America last with these people. Uh, regardless of how much we bitch and complain about it. But anyway, back to the border. Um, These big openings have been put in there supposedly for water to flow through. Well, Supposedly, they're starting to finally cover them up because we all started, I guess, whining and complaining enough about it and saying, hey, we got a wide-open, porous border. So we shall see if this continues. But keep in mind, I mean, we had the shipping container, container fiasco that former Governor Ducey left us in the Yuma sector down there. That's where they piled up the shipping containers at a cost of $80 million on the federal land. And then the feds came in, took us to court, Ducey back down a week before he's out of office. And then they, he took them all down, took $100 million to take them down. We're up to $180 million. And now they're trying to auction them off and they're trying to make back a couple million dollars. Um, so we have that big section that, that I don't think uh, ha- much work has been done on. Uh, for for a very long time. I'll try to get Congressman Biggs back on. He's a guy that actually visits the border from time to time. Unlike most of his colleagues in Congress, that they don't even know where the border of Washington D.C. is, or the the uh, you know the the capital. They they don't, they don't know much outside of that. At this point, unfortunately. All right, a couple other items here before we get to Kelly Broadis in the next hour. I told you about political violence. Oh, I found this one interesting. Uh, Let's turn local here. The city of Flagstaff, I was reading this article in the Arizona Daily Sun. The headline is, City of Flagstaff doubles down on efforts to reduce recycling contamination. You know, this this whole recycling push has really died out, just like the electric car is starting to die out. uh, You know, I think they've sold the numbers they're going to sold, and the enthusiasm is quickly waning. Um, Recycling quickly waned, well, it lasted for a couple of decades, until 2017, when China said, "Wait a second, America! Wait a second, Europe! Stop sending us your trash," because that's what was happening. So, in Flagstaff, for example, I know not all you have um, mandatory recycling in your communities. Some of you don't even have mandatory trash. For example, I, I don't. You know, I can I can get what service I want in Camphuri as far as trash service. There's actually. Uh, For for your residents, private trash companies that you can get and you can set the frequency Uh, in Flagstaff, for example, though, it's mandatory trash and recycling service. So if you have a water meter, you automatically are paying for that water meter, obviously, but also a trash can and a recycle can. Uh, So the recycle can oftentimes has acted like a second trash can for people. You know, you got you got too much. Your trash is overfilling. So you throw everything Uh, greasy wrappers, this and that, uh, you you know, everybody's getting stuff from Amazon and other shipping places, right? Everybody says they hate Amazon and this and that, but then they order things 18 times a week from Amazon. Um, but it comes with a lot of, it comes with that bubble wrap, you know, stuff you pop, 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 step on all the time. And and even all kinds of plastic wrap to help protect, protect the products, right? Um, people throw that in the recycle bin, it's not recyclable. In fact, most of the crap you're throwing in the recycle bin is not recyclable. So what was happening until 2017, most of America's recycling was getting, and this is environmentally friendly, right? I mean, put Greta Thunberg in charge of this one, you know, in the, in the ship and she'd be captain of the ship, uh, you know, burning up, uh, whatever, what are they burning? Diesel? Uh, oil, things like that, whatever they, they're using. I don't think they're using coal or, or wood anymore or sails. But anyway, they go across the ocean, all the way across the ocean, and they get to China, dump all of our recycling off there. This was prior to two, 2017. And then China would have to sort through it, and they would then throw out 80% of it probably because it was all crap. And then they would recycle it into the cheap crap that we buy from them that then gets shipped all the way back over to the U.S. And then it gets that nice label of, you know, made with, used with, uh, created with recycled products or whatever. And everybody felt good, like they were actually saving the earth. Well, that all crumbled. China said, no more. We got too much of your crap here. We don't need it. We got plenty of plastic. Anyway, this article in the Daily Sun went on to say that it's – you know, a, a lot of this stuff is no good. People are still at least 20 percent of what you're throwing in, which probably means then 40 percent by government numbers. But that's just my analysis. Uh, people are throwing all kinds of craps in their plastic bags. They're not recyclable. Used paper napkins, bubble wrap. Um, those are common things. Uh, clamshell containers, uh, styrofoam clothes. So like your denim jeans, you're done. Uh, you know, don't don't throw those away, though. Uh, if you notice, the, 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 the kids now buy, they like to have holes all over their jeans. We're back to that again. But they don't wear, like I had holes, I still have holes in my jeans. But I had holes in my jeans when I was a kid. We didn't buy them like that. We got the stiff, plain blue jeans, right? Those cheap blue jeans. I still got some. I still wear those. <laughs> we got those and we put our own holes in them. You know, we didn't we didn't do it like put it on the table and cut them up. No, we went outside. We were all, you know, going crazy outside all the time and, you know, crashing on our bikes and this and that. We actually put our own holes in our jeans. Different generation, I guess. Nowadays, um, yeah, don't don't recycle your, your jeans. Go sell them on eBay. You'll probably get $100 a pair or something like that. Anyway, so they, they're getting all of that in the recycle i guess they claim 20 percent is waste 20 25 something like that um so most of the stuff here's what i recycle you do what you want but i actually do recycle like if you have a gatorade bottle you have a, a can of beer you know those aluminum cans or whatever the heck they're made of uh i do the soup cans i don't know i assume that's recyclable, uh, the milk cartons, not the, you know, the plastic ones, not those wax ones, those, those, those paper type ones. Those aren't, um, I do things like that. The, the, the plastic that you can tell, uh, the people want and, and the clean cardboard. So you got something shipped to you from Amazon, tin cardboard. I throw that in there. I throw everything else out because you know what, if you ever go to the recycle center, There's people hand sorting through all this crap. So you're not doing a favor by throwing a two by four in there or a pair of jeans or anything like that. By the way, the recycling costs, since uh, there's a new owner of that recycling plant, I guess, or somebody controlling it, uh, it was like $125 a ton to operate. Now it's $250 a ton to just process that and then they got to make a profit and all that so anyway most of the stuff you're putting in your recycling can is probably trash uh stick to the basics i think you'll be okay but what a scam this all was they thought they're going to save the world and the world was flooded with recycled products and a bunch of trash that just was getting sent over to china all right comments as always talk with jeff at icloud.com speaking of recycling i i don't know if you can recycle the Takeout boxes for pizza at No Marco's Pizza. I think you can, but what you can do is if you look at the back of the box. Namarco's marcos pizza boxes have a target on them so you can recycle them in your own way i actually have several of those set up uh for target practice so i'm reusing i'm helping the environment by putting various holes in the marcos pizza boxes look the marcos pizza has the best pizza out there voted best pizza of flagstaff best wings of flagstaff uh, my family goes there usually every couple weeks we love to stop on by the marcos i also once in a while will get a carry out uh you know curbside pickup you can do that at the marcos pizza and, and that's when i'm cooking dinner i just stopped by namarco's pizza and uh bring it on home for the family pizza.com if you want to order online that's namarcospizza.com three locations in flagstaff Speaking of target practice, if you don't want to use the pizza boxes, although I I think Rob and his team at Timberline Firearms and Training would probably have you take it in. Don't take my bring your pizza box with you, I guess. Rob, if you're listening, you can correct me on this. Uh, Go to Timberline Firearms and Training. Great indoor shooting range. Kind of warm out today. Um, You know, cold weather's coming. It's great to have a nice climate controlled shooting range. Keep up on your firearm skills and improve. Plus, all the training courses that Timberline has. uh, First shots program, intermediate handgun training, carry can sealed program is is awesome and i highly recommend that for everybody uh plus timberline firearms and training has safes ammunition firearms uh, accessories check it out quick drive five minutes north of the flagstaff mall plus uh, book one of their training courses right now they go quick and this is a great christmas is around the corner great present for people birthday christmas or otherwise call them up 928-526-7900 that's timberline firearms and training 928-526-7900 If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Horvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that.
1: This is The Jeff Horvitz Show. Okay, you still have
0: time to call my friend Carl, the gutter helmet man. Uh, to check out their great system, this thing's been around for 40 years, fully transferable warranty. I'm talking about Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. Uh, protect your gutters from getting ice dammed and all jacked up when winter comes. Protect it from, I know you're looking at your gutters right now, poke your head over there. You see them, and they are full of, if you're in northern Arizona, most places, pine needles, uh, leaves starting to fill on in there in Verde Valley, Sedona, other places. Uh, Get Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona to come on out and give you an estimate on this awesome system, multi-patented, reverse curve that deflects all the pine needles, keeps your gutters clear and running as they should be. And by the way, best offer ever here on the show, normally 30% off when you mention the Jeff Orbit Show. Right now, 35% off. That's 35% off when you call Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. Call or text. Easy to contact them. 928-318-6555. That's Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. 928-318-6555. 928-318-6555. Or go to gutterhelmetsNAz.com. Next hour, I do have Kelly Baradis, uh interview with her. She's obviously somebody, obviously a realtor, right? Um, but she's also someone who's been around this, this business for a long time, seeing the ups and downs. So I wanted to kind of get the pulse of what's going on with her from her. Uh, there, because there's a, like I was saying earlier, interest rates now at 8% kind of on average for a 30-year fix. How's that impacting everything? Talk affordable housing. uh, Talk kind of where the median price is at. I think you're going to be shocked by some of these numbers. Uh, Plus, the things now that mortgage companies and sellers are trying to come up with to incentivize uh, people to... Uh, you know, get loans and, and purchase homes and stuff when you're in the face of like 8% mortgage rates. So give it, plus I've got an example, um, examples of what people are paying monthly payments. Some of you are like, I know what I'm paying, but there's a lot of people who've been in homes for a very long time up here in Northern Arizona. I, I think you're gonna be pretty shocked uh, with some of the numbers uh, that I talked with Kelly brought us about. Here's, here's kind of uh, an interesting article to kind of show you the sign of the times. And obviously with military tensions heating up around the world, as we watch, continue to watch what's going on in the Middle East. As we look at, you know, Biden, uh, who is speaking or who's going to speak tonight, I'm, I'll have to, like I said, I'm scaling back how much I focus on D.C. because D.C. will drive you utterly mad. Maybe that's what happened has happened to most of those people. They've gone insane um, from just being there. Anyway, um, he's supposed to talk about the hundred billion he wants for Ukraine and Israel. Most of it going to Ukraine, of course, in that bottomless pit. Uh, but you, you got to wonder the state of like our supplies when it comes to military but also here's one from an article from Roll Call uh still having trouble recruiting people military obesity rates are soaring um compounding recruitment challenges the services are still struggling to find eligible applicants who meet the physical requirements for enlistment due to obesity, weight issues. I've also read drug issues, you know, all these uh, criminal background issues. Um, America is having trouble recruiting people in the military. We're having trouble recruiting qualified. And there's don't, don't get me wrong, plenty of great people in our military. I'm just saying from the recruitment side, they're having trouble from the applicant pool um, due to obesity, drugs, other things like that. Uh just like we're having an applicant problem in Washington, D.C., right, with trying to recruit people there that are, are, are going do to the, do the job. It's kind of a shame, you know, the point that we're at in this country. And we'll we'll fix it. Uh, th- this is my positivity. So before I get the negative uh, emails and this and that, we, we're going through a period in our history right now where you have to come out the other side at some point. I hope it's still a recognizable country when we do that, but it's a major turning point going on right now. Um, as you are all witnessing and we're all you know it's 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 a crazy confusing time uh, but we will get through it we'll get through it in some form or fashion what do you think that's going to look like maybe i'll get a comment from you on that what does it look like when we get through all the craziness the craziness always subsides ev- eventually could be a long time still but what do you think america looks like in 10 years yeah, share those email comments. Love to hear those. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, coming up, uh, Kelly brought us with a big market update. Stick around. Remember to always call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Here's why. Most insurance companies, they use the nationwide glass shop to answer their calls. And they're going to try and route you to their shop, which may, may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. I've had diamond that auto glass replace glass on our vehicles. Angela and I have, uh, my family members have also taken care of those rock chips as we get closer to winter and the cinders start flying on the roads again. And even, even during the summer, this happens, you get a rock chip on your windshield. They can replace that or repair that really quick uh, so it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield and then you don't have to replace your glass. Plus they have all the technology and make sure those cameras line up and make sure that everything is done top notch that's why my family has has been going to diamond auto glass for years and years call them up diamond auto glass 928-779-4140 928-779-4140 or go to the difference is this
1: is the jeff Orbit show
0: Right, welcome back. I get a market update here in real estate, and I think we're going to get into interest rates and how that's impacting the real estate market. Kelly Broadus joins us with the Broadus Properties Group. Um, Kelly, how you doing? Doing great. Still rolling out there? Yeah. Interesting times, though, for sure. It's Having- like different than two weeks ago. Always right? it's different. Just, yeah. It's just...
2: Yeah. Having to get creative these maybe days. Maybe someday
0: we'll return to just like normal stability and like this kind of line that maintains itself you know for a while and not something weird and different every couple weeks i don't know
2: i don't know you don't know, either. I don't
0: know. <laughs> the crystal crystal ball there i was reading this article and i know you talked to a mortgage friend of yours as well this is from cnbc 30-year fixed mortgage rate just hit eight percent for the first time since 2000 as treasury yields soar um it's interesting because I thought they've told me that it's hit eight percent for the first time, like five times now, but it seems like I got a headline. But it's they're floating around that for a 30 year, is that what you're hearing? Yep. Yep. Not yeah. historically crazy, but crazy from three percent a year <laughs> plus ago, yeah. right? I mean
2: And how fast it changed.
0: Fastest in, in history, I think. I since think the so the Federal too. Reserve and all that and raising those rates. But maybe some silver lining. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll, while you're going through your notes there, maybe I'll plug in 8% for an $800,000 house and see what that monthly payment is. But you're seeing, and you talk to a mortgage broker friend of yours, you're seeing some incentives being offered. What, what'd, you, what'd you unearth here?
2: Well, last time we talked, we talked about doing uh, interest rate buy downs, but it wasn't super attractive. Um, You know, you had to pay a lot of money to get that half a percent. I think it was only actually a quarter percent that you could get with one percent buy down. And we're talking one 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 percent of your uh, mortgage amount of your loan amount. Yeah.
0: Which that's not. I mean. You, you're not running, jumping up and down with that, Mm-mm. you know, that's not going to make a, make a huge difference. Um, okay. But it's changed. But a It's bit. changed. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because banks are wanting to incentivize buyers to not refinance when the rates do come down. They don't want people to rush to, to do the refi. Hmm. Right. And so they're offering, You can purchase with, with a 1% buy down, you can purchase up to three quarters of a percent.
0: So 1% buy down. So three quarters of a percent on your rate. Okay. So you're paying extra closing costs, um, on that loan. Right. 1% of, Oh, let me get out the old abacus here. Just to, um, if a home is like, if your loan is like eight, eight, not $8 million, I guess somebody (laughs) could have that. Right if I stop entering so many zeros, $800,000 times 0.01. So you, you kick in another $8,000 like in the closing costs and then you save three quarters of a percent on the interest rate. Right. Okay. But,
2: but, but here's the thing. People with homes that have been sitting on the market for a while, Mm -hmm. they, you know, they're, they're back in 2001 prices. Right. So, Instead of asking those sellers for a, a, you know, price reduction, yeah, why not ask them for a rate buy-down? And it's, you know, it's a little, I think
0: it's a little better. And you're saying there in 2001 pricing, you would mean that maybe the person selling it moved in in 2001.
2: Well, I mean, or, the, there's like, people like, that are stuck into the mindset that their house is worth what it was when things were crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. The bidding war time. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Like last year, like COVID times, COVID times where people are like 10 offers and I'm going to pay hundred thousand dollars more over over this house and interest rates are 2.75% or whatever crazy it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people
2: just, you know, they think that way, but if, if, if you could have that conversation with the seller, or hopefully you have a good realtor that has a handle on How this works, you know, I fortunately I owned a mortgage company for 15
0: years. Well, you told us about that a couple of weeks ago back in in Oklahoma.
2: Right. Yeah. So I kind of understand a little bit. Um, So another thing is that lenders only allow sellers to sellers can actually do up to 9% in a buy down if you're putting 25% down. Does that make sense?
0: Okay, nine percent. Nine percent is yeah, a lot. That's a lot on eight hundred thousand <laughs> yeah. again, or whatever a million dollar purchase. Yeah. it's crazy that we're even talking these numbers. These are like you know it's regular nuts. houses at eight hundred thousand dollars. Let me throw this out at you, Kelly. Um, eight hundred thousand dollar mortgage, right? What's the median price right now? Uh, seven seven sixty seven sixty. Okay, I'll just go with this. So you're buying a little above the median price. This would be for Flagstaff.
2: Now that's a loan amount, though, right? Yeah, yeah so, I'm going
0: to just go with it. Let's yeah. say you're buying a million-dollar home, okay, right? Okay. And you got an eight hundred thousand-dollar mortgage, which isn't out of line for what, again, crazy as it sounds, for what, what the Flagstaff market yeah. is. Right. That's why when I come up Sundays from from Verde Valley, I see miles and miles of lines of traffic heading back down, right. to Phoenix because right. you can, it's much more affordable down there. You can get something for four hundred, yeah. five hundred, I, I guess, three hundred with possibly, um, dangerous conditions (laughs) and, and yeah, we won't go there. Okay. So 8% at $800,000, 30 years, the payment is $5,870 per month
2: at what rate at 8% 8%, at
0: 8%. And that's not including taxes and insurance and and all that. So, but whatever, that's going to be even more. So you're Mm -hmm. telling me that the banks, because they don't want to rush, of refinances, they want to keep the they want loans. to keep the loans on the book, yeah, um, because they probably anticipate at some point interest rates are going to go down. Hey, there's an election coming right. up,
2: then they okay. lose those
0: loans. So mm-hmm. you kick in eight um, thousand dollars, the the buyer, right, or the seller, buyer or, the or the seller. seller. Okay, so you go to the seller and say, hey, you're going to have to kick in eight grand uh, as an incentive, and then I'm going to save three quarters of a percent, right, with this particular program, which in this case would bring you down to 7.25 so you, now you're at 54 57 so um and the other one was 50 what did i just say it was at 58 mm-hmm. so you're saving 400 per month mm-hmm. so if you're planning on staying there for two years you you make it back or maybe you even made it back because the seller offered it. it's like it's a right. it's not a bad plan not a bad yeah. Plan. okay
2: yeah i mean you have to analyze your you know your situation your yeah. situation yeah. yeah do you want to stay there you know do you think this is your home that you're going to be in for the next 20 years well then it makes sense yeah
0: you know? well it might even make sense though if the if the sellers offering the incentive it's like well, they're just reducing it There's no, no skin off your back that right too. i mean yeah. so it's like okay but it, the sad thing is though Kelly it still doesn't help any kind of affordability issue i mean 400 bucks is 400 bucks yeah. but when you're talking $5000 a month mortgages it's like ooh. yeah
2: but what if you bought down more than
0: yeah okay and you could do that too yeah. maybe and I think that if somebody's been in a home for a long time in Flagstaff, they have a probably a lot more equity. Well, that's another study that they okay, did. Okay, what do you got there?
2: People in our area, or or people across the board, they have like forty and fifty percent equity. Yeah, but then on the other hand, credit card debt has never been so high.
0: Yeah, over a trillion. It passed over a trillion.
2: People are drowning in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. So. You have to analyze. All right, so yes, I got that two point seven five or three percent interest, but I've got twenty two percent on thirty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt, right? Which
0: is, yeah, probably low rate, twenty two percent. But yeah, I hear you.
2: You know, Isn't that crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe a person says, "Yeah, I really like my house, but I don't love it. I do have fifty percent equity. Wouldn't it be great to?" pay off my debt, sell my house, buy down the rate on another house that I really love, Mm -hmm. and be free. Be
0: free, yeah. Be free, Yeah. right? Literally be free in that scenario, considering how much equity you probably have. Right. If you bought in the past, really, let's say you bought just a few years ago. Right. Um, Let's say you bought during the crash of 08, 09. Yeah. Um, Let's say I've been in my same house since 2001. You, you do the math on that. That's yeah, insanity. It's a long time. It's, yeah, it's a long time. And what I thought was expensive houses back then is, is just laughable. <laughs> it's laughable at this yeah. point. And I'm just like, wow. I'm glad we were kind of in the right place at the right time, yeah. and we decided to to, to do it. Um, okay, so they could, yeah, you could, you could sell and just be free of it all. I, I could if you're paying twenty. And let me back up. I don't give financial advice.
2: No, no, we don't.
0: We don't. We're just throwing stuff out we're, there. We're spitballing here, and you happen to be listening while we're spitballing. <laughs> but if if it was me personally, this is just me speaking, and I had like fifty thousand dollar twenty five percent credit card debt, and I had yeah. was sitting on equity, I'd be like, yeah, it's time for me to make a change. I'm done with this. Twenty five percent is like you know you you would you would get that like on the street from like the mob or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I mean, just think about that's crazy yeah. interest. You're yeah. never getting out. No, from under that.
2: Never getting minimum
0: out. payments. Okay, so in, I guess the point is, Kelly, incentives are out there.
2: Yeah, there's solutions to, take, to every situation. And
0: I don't think we were seeing that not too long ago. That was very, they're no. in a lot of options right here. Right. What's that a sign of? Do you even, have you thought about that? I mean, what? why, why other than they don't want to lose those loans later, but, I mean, um, why now?
2: Other the, than not wanting to lose the loans later, I think that, you know the 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 whole industry wants to see things moving, yeah. right? Everyone, the government, everybody mm-hmm. wants to see things to continue to move. Okay, and offering these kind of incentives, you know, I mean, let's face it: two and a half percent or or three percent was an incentive in itself, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like there's always these things that 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 are out there. If you just get with the right person that can help guide you. To analyze the situation, not emotionally but rationally, Mm -hmm. and would this and really look at the numbers. You know, this is how much you're paying on your credit cards. This is the reality. Here's how much equity you have. Here's what it would cost to buy down the rate on a house that you would really love to have. Maybe you need to move up, but you don't want to move up because your your payment is so low. You know, you just have to be able to analyze it all.
0: Yeah, at right. some point when you're saying you're hanging, and I think that is the cause. I, I saw that there's, I, I saw there's less inventory um, nationally. Did I miss see that?
2: No, there is, but it's definitely gotten
0: better. It's gotten better, uh-huh. but I think you still have a lot of hanger-ons that are like, I got three percent, right? It, when does it come to the point where you're like, I don't want that eight percent mortgage because I got three percent, but then all the other things line up with, hey, it's time for me to get out under this and and move into some, or relocate. And we've talked a lot about that where people are leaving the very, very uber expensive areas, like that's one of them. And they're, they're cashing out and they're, they're doing good. Right. They're in a better position. Well, there's people too that are drowning
2: in all that debt. Yeah. They have these places with equity and guess what? I got my first call today with someone that's going into foreclosure.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that in a a long time. Yeah.
2: And he's like, I just need to talk to you because I'm not sure what to do. Uh, I guarantee you he's got a bunch of debt Mm -hmm. over here somewhere.
0: Somewhere, yeah. But they might have equity over here. Right. And then you look at that situation. You're like, hey, yeah, you don't want to – because the forecloser now is like, wow, they've got to – whoever gets that is making bank I mean, they're looking at that situation, I guess, unless it's leveraged to the hilt. Right. Which you never know nowadays, huh? Interesting stuff. All right. Kelly Broadus is with me. Um, and if you got any questions for her, I'll throw out your number here, Kelly, 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. All right, let me tell you about the place that Angela and I have been buying physical gold and silver from for quite a few years, and that's Desert Gold Exchange based right here in Arizona. Justin and his family-run company, and I've told you this for a long time, family-run company, and um, they're right here in Arizona, and they get physical gold and silver, and that's all they deal with exclusively, delivered to you, usually 48 to 72 hours. Uh, don't take my word for it as far as their pricing, as far as how they pass those savings on to you. Call them up, put them to the test. I think you're going to find that they have some of the lowest prices out there when it comes to physical gold and silver. As far as far as the fees and commissions, gold and silver costs what it costs as far as the spot prices so those fees and commissions that really add up. Call Desert Gold Exchange. Mention a Jeff orvitz show. I appreciate when you do that to with all of our sponsors. Plus, they're going to treat you like gold at Desert Gold Exchange. Uh, they'll also send you up a free investor's kit so you can educate yourself, which I highly encourage before you make any kind of decisions and speaking to a financial advisor or whoever you speak to on these matters. Um, but they'll send you a free investor's kit at Desert Gold Ex- Exchange, 888. 888- That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. Remember to always call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Here's why. Most insurance companies, they use the Nationwide Glass Shop to answer their calls and they're gonna try and route you to their shop, which may, may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. I've had diamond that auto glass replace glass on our vehicles, Angela and I have. Uh, my family members have also taken care of those rock chips. As we get closer to winter and the cinders start flying on the roads again, and even, even during the summer this happens, you get a rock chip on your windshield, they can replace that or repair that really quick uh, so it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield and then you don't have to replace your glass. Plus they have all the technology to make sure those cameras line up, and make sure that everything is done top-notch. That's why my family has, has been going to Diamond Auto Glass for years and years. Call them up, Diamond Auto Glass, 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. What do you got there as far as numbers, Kelly? Uh, okay. Yeah, we've got the I guess median price is the 760. way seven sixty. And we don't do average because median's a more better representation of what so, things are doing. So seven sixty. <clears throat> yeah, hit me with anything you got there.
2: All right. So existing home sales across the country is down point seven percent.
0: So I was right um, a little bit. Existing home sales mm-hmm. are, are down. Yeah. yeah.
2: But in our area, it rose 1.6% uh, from the previous month. Okay. So,
0: and all that matters is local and real estate, really. Right, I mean, right. you're taking... Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, our little world here is so much different than anywhere else. Yeah. It this really a, this
0: is an really is mm-hmm. island in a vacuum kind of... Okay.
2: Um, so, let's see. 130 homes were sold in August, uh, and that's a 21.7% decline from the prior year.
0: What's that for? Why is that? So
2: I, you know, I don't know if it's inventory or interest yeah. rates. Probably a combination. Probably a of both. combination.
0: Yeah. So it's safe to say, judging by the lines of traffic I see all over the place and coming to Flagstaff, I don't think there's like a net loss happening. What are these people doing? i, I'm, I What I'm trying to say is, same people are probably trying to get in or are here with like a job, and they're mm-hmm. trying to. So what are these people doing? Renting, doubling up um rv in it or something you know <laughs> yeah because hotels
2: it's, vrbos i mean I yeah don't, I don't
0: you know, know i'm in rental business and i get calls all the time from people that are i got to get out of this hotel i can't find anything wow you know and i'm spending you imagine what a hotel costs even yeah. if you get a good deal i mean you're spending more than a rental or sometimes yeah. a mortgage if you're there long enough so yeah i just wonder what people are doing well do you in, think in flagstaff i'm wondering if people are holding off
2: Maybe they can buy, but they're holding off because they want the interest rates to be lower. Or they think there's going to be but, a correction, a massive or they correction. Think, I don't think there's going to be, yeah. but the, you know, you think at least if you have a mortgage, you can write off your interest, right? On your taxes. Yeah. But if that. you are paying rent, do you, you get to write that off? No. No. So it's like, what's... <laughs> yeah, the, the landlord's
0: paying off the mortgage. Yeah. Uh, inter- right, the interest, yeah. Um, I should say. So... Um, Yeah, I I don't know. It's such a tough market, and we've talked a lot about, I have over the years, and I've talked a lot this week about certain plots of land. There's there's election things, actually, on development and stuff going on right now, and it's like there's no inventory of land, really, to really develop much.
2: Not like in the, you know, Flagstaff centrally. No. You know, there's still land in... Seligman, Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashfork, you, you, that's Winslow. the point is you, yeah. you're going to have to
0: drive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you could probably get a lot for a really good price, mm-hmm. but you have yeah. to trade off as you're not going to be living close in, close yeah. in, and you're going to have yeah. to. Which, you know, what honestly isn't a bad thing anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I'm down in Verde Valley a lot, and we had internet problems, and internet is really essential nowadays to to run your businesses and stay co- connected. Um, and I hope to bring in someone uh, who's an expert on this pretty soon because he did a great job setting me up. Uh, I got Starlink. Yeah, did you? I got it. Works great. It's a I little price. I saw
2: Starlink at Best Buy. It's at Best
0: Buy. Yeah, yeah. I bought it over at Best Buy, and um, it's hundred. It, it's a little pricey for internet. Connect. It's one hundred and twenty month, but if you need internet, um, it's it, 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 it's been it's super fast. Yeah, and Starlink. Uh, Elon's not a, a sponsor on the program, but. If he wants to be, <laughs> we'll take that. All right. What else you got there, Kelly?
2: <laughs> oh, let's see. This is this is August numbers because we're always you know a little over a month behind. But we had 130 homes that sold in in August, which, like I said, is down 21.7 from August of 22. Uh, but then our median sales price is 760, which is up 20 percent from. August of twenty two. Hmm. Is that crazy? Yeah, that is. And let's see what the. Let me plug.
0: If if someone's buying a seven hundred sixty thousand dollar house now, I got two calculators going now. Everyone, uh-huh. um, is what's the average down payment nowadays? Even is it like is it still ten percent? Or... I mean, you
2: can do. I have some folks that got approved amazingly through Zillow. Can you believe it?
0: Like as a lender? Yeah. Oh really? I didn't know they did that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and they're
2: they're putting. He's a doctor. And they're putting 5% down.
0: Okay. Let's say, because when I bought my first house, it was 10%. But let's say you do 5% on 760. That's minus 38. So you're around 720 on a loan. I just, I find these numbers fascinating. So I like to do it. Um, uh, mine, mine doesn't go down that far. It's got a slider. $700,000 loan at 8% is still 5,100 a month, you know? So he's doctor though. He's all right. <laughs> tuba city doctor oh, I don't make a, quite a little break. less okay and then you got to travel. You, you know, travel you know you got to yeah do all that okay but bottom line it seems like it's holding it's holding yeah and it's not really um this this prediction that i keep hearing about the imminent crash just that hasn't it's been a while they've been talking about this i i mean when rates started going from three to four to five to six up oh, after six it's gonna Done. happen. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's after seven, and then oh, and now it's hit oh. eight. After eight, we hit eight, oh, now it's definitely gonna happen. So, but people gotta live somewhere, and it's you know, so it's, real estate it's
2: still- is still the best investment. It's the best way to create wealth. Without
0: us giving any investment advice. No, no advice. <laughs> no. I can tell you that that's how it's been for me. It doesn't mean that there aren't individual cases where, yeah, you go and do something all of a sudden and you lose everything. Don't come back to me and <laughs> say <like> it was, <laughs> you told me it was um, long term. I would say long term. Well, historically. Historically and long term. I mean, I'm not just saying that. I mean, I've just been in it, but I have seen many people who did the flipping thing like during 2008.
2: They got their tail they, in a rear. Yeah, because they're right?
0: like, in three months, I'm going to make a 30 percent return, yeah. and they did for a while until they didn't. Yeah, and then it was a total uh, disaster. But if they could
2: have hold, if they could have held out, yeah, they would have done good. If they could have, yeah, if they just they, they didn't have. have the
0: cash flow, yeah, uh, to do it, and cash flow is always, yeah, always king. Um, listing now versus waiting, it, I think you've already touched on this, but uh, well, you've hit on this a lot in the past, Kelly.
2: You know. So, if you list in the off-season, which we're coming into the off-season, you have less competition. Okay. There's still people looking. There's always people looking. Yeah. So, you you have less competition, and it's, like I said, it's on a case-by-case, case really, basis, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a good time to list your home now or later. Um you just got to look at the situation. Yeah, the yeah. situation. I mean, if you have a home out in Baderville, say, and... It's coming winter, and it's a beautiful home, over a million dollars. Maybe it's a good time, because you're going to have all that other group of people, right, Yeah, that, that want the snow. They want to come up here in and the And they snow. say
0: we're supposed to have an El Nino, so. Oh, good night. You know, another, remember <laughs> last year, but I don't, I've never seen two back-to-back here where it's like crazy winters in a row. Usually there's like resting period. You know, you think it's not,
2: it's, do you think it's going to be another one?
0: I have no idea. I've been here long enough to know. Don't, What's the farmer's don't own guess say? I think it's just going to be yeah, snow apocalypse too.
2: You do? Yeah. I, ah.
0: Well, I'm just, and I did buy a tractor last year. So I'm going to position that and be ready this time because I shoveled <laughs> so much. But it probably won't snow because I bought that tractor. <laughs> right? So, oh, yeah. And so there actually is an off-season, though. So it's a, we're getting to that time where people are like, right. Just, I'm gonna
2: wait till I'm going
0: to wait till spring. spring. Yeah. Okay. But then you get then you get the competition issue. And you get possibly. the competition yeah.
2: and, and there's no guarantee that you know that we won't have a dip at that time. Yeah, who, who We knows? don't know. Yeah, there's we no crystal ball
0: in this stuff. Yeah. All right, Kelly, good stuff. Um I'll give you out the number. Give out the number here again, folks. 888-446-5602. Kelly's got a really cool feature on her site as well, northernarizonafinehomes.com. NorthernArizonaFindHomes.com where you can enter in your address and it gives you the, the valuation yeah. estimate. Yep. You wouldn't even have to talk to her if you don't want to, but why wouldn't you want to talk to Kelly?
2: I mean, <laughs> I'm so out. nice. Yeah,
0: you should do that. So, all right, Kelly, I'll uh, see you in a couple weeks and it'll be totally different then.
2: We'll see. <laughs> well, maybe we'll see. it'll be and something I'd, like and that. And I'd be glad to sit down with any of you and analyze your situation and, yeah. you know, see, see what the best thing is for
0: you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. All right, talk with you soon. Thank you. I always get a kick out of this one when I see it. Uh, Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management and his woke mitigation portfolio. I think more and more people are looking for solutions that take them outside the, um, you you know, gets them into that that parallel outside the mainstream when it comes to spending money on the corporate idiots and and all that, the idiocy that's going on, the wokeness, I guess, shall we say. So I was glad to see when WT Wealth Management came out with their Woke Mitigation Portfolio. Uh, Look, I I don't tell you how to invest, of course. Uh, I do like that Glenn comes on this program. I do like that Glenn shares a lot of the same values that I have. Uh, So I've invested some money with Glenn, but that's in no way telling you what to do at all. I'm just disclosing that. And I actually am in the woke mitigation portfolio. So for full disclosure there. Uh, But you should seek out your own financial advisor, financial planner, or otherwise, whoever you see for your financial matters. Uh, not me. I just tell you what I do. I tell you what my family does, and I tell you to educate yourself. Uh, and Glenn Least, we'll, we'll talk, sit down and talk with you, see if he's a good fit like he's been a good fit for my family. Uh, Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. Glenn Least, WT Wealth Management, 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. once again it is a great time to head on over to sportsman's bar and grill voted best sports bar in flagstaff many years in a row a uh, lot of great games on all their tvs up there uh, they got the pool tables in there I, my family and i we go in there um angela and i take the kids there to get some great food like today you got the sliders going on but all the time they always have something on their four dollar menu they also have great drink specials at sportsman's bar and grill just north of downtown flagstaff right there in a Basher shopping center stop on by sportsman's bar and grill hey if you're listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff Orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that
1: To the Jeff Orlovit show This is the Jeff Orlovit show
0: Earlier I was trying to was stretching trying to remember the term parallel economy um, anyway I caught up recently with Rob Collins who's the CEO of coin.com COIGN spelled a little difference um, who came out with a credit card that's outside kind of the woke madness Um, And he defined it pretty good as far as what is the parallel economy. Here's what he had to say.
3: A couple of years ago, uh, during the pandemic, I started to see corporate America basically lose its mind. The grownups ceded control of the company um, to a bunch of children who, you know, especially after a weekend that has shown us how dangerous and serious the world is, um, had us focused on idiotic childish things and i said to myself i've been working with conservatives my whole life i know this is a terrible situation is there something that would allow them to have all the same great features they love about a product but not contribute to the clinton foundation the acorn the planned parenthood la raza you name the group and so i did a bunch of market research and i thought about it long prayed about it and kind of what came to the top of the surface was a credit card And what I found was conservatives said, listen, I'll switch to a credit card as long as I have, you know, the same security, the same protections and that it's authentically conservative. And so we started working on it and making a, creating a credit card is really, really hard. But I partnered with a couple of veterans from the credit card industry and, um, we just have been going at it for about two and a half years. We have customers now in every state, district of Columbia. Um, we're growing every day added, um, 35 customers yesterday. You know, even on the weekend, you know, where people are joining us, and for the for the customer, it's a great deal. You get one percent cash back, um, and um, every time you swipe, at no cost to you, we contribute to conservative charities. Now, once a quarter, we we screen four charities, um, and we put these charities in front of our customers, and they get to vote. So, if a charity gets forty percent of the vote, they get forty percent of the charity bucket. Um, the first quarter we, uh, this year we did it. We put 10000 dollars in the bucket. Uh, second quarter we did, uh, $26,000. And just this last quarter, I'm pleased to say we're at $45,000. So we're, we're growing every day. And, and, and for, for folks who are saying, what is this Patriot Parallel Economy? What is a? It's just a series of efforts. I'm in the credit card space at Coin. Um, there are folks who are doing, you know, an, an, an Amazon made in America. Uh, parallel economy play. Other folks are doing clothing and wine and hunting and fishing gear and all kinds of lifestyle, uh, everything you could imagine. And just saying, instead of um, A, shipping jobs overseas, which is terrible, um, why not support folks here in America? But also, why don't we support companies that share values? I mean, how can you look at American Express, that gives, you know, $50 million to Black Lives Matter and and uh, say that my money, my commerce, is being used to push forward ideas that um, that that align with my values. Yeah, yeah. And, and so Rob, that's, that's what Rob, of.
0: I think it's. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's not impossible. I have shifted, and my listeners know, and viewers know. You know, in the past couple of years, I've been like, how do I get out of this company? How do I not do business with this other company? And it's not. It, it's 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 work to do. To find alternatives. There are some things that get really hard uh in your daily lives that there's not a lot of competition on, but it's definitely possible. And I, I say, Rob, every little bit you can do to divert some money to people who have causes and interests contrary to you know your values is a step in the right direction. And that's what you're trying to create here. And I think more and more people are, are more attuned to that. Um, but it's still going to take a groundswell. We need a lot more people to get on board here because I think the only way you fix a lot of what's going wrong with our country, I mean, there's so much going wrong. Uh, but it's, it's a lot of times the money side, the funding side when eventually, I mean, look what happened with Bud Light. I don't know if they've woken up yet to their disaster, but, uh, the, the old dollar eventually speaks.
3: Exactly. And, and that's what coin is, which was, um, you know, sometimes you can't drive an extra two miles to the gas station that aligns with your value. So uh, a credit card, you know, allows you to kind of fight back even when you have to, you know, the kids want to get ice cream and you're in front of a Ben and Jerry's. It's tough to say, (laughs) oh, no, let's, let's go three more blocks in the hot sun. But at least you know with a coin card, you're fighting back on that front. And then phase two of this is, you know, like I said, we have thousands of customers all across the country. But if we can get to a certain size, and, and that size isn't as far away as you think, you know, 100,000, 150,000 customers. We could call up folks like Disney and folks like Bud Light and say, you know, I know you're getting a few mean tweets by some lefties on Twitter, but, um, yeah, we, our customers put $30 million a month through your company or, or you know, whatever the number is. Why don't you listen to the folks that actually make your stock price go up that actually keep you in your job? Um, and we could, You know, for 50 years, the right has conceded boardrooms across America to the left. For good or for ill, you know, it's just the way it has been. We've been marched out. We've been excluded. And we're not going to get it back in one day. So we have to start organizing. And this is one way to do it.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's for a lot of us. Um, for decades, like you said, Rob, we've been like, Oh, we think that the the, the people have the best interest and we want to think the best of everybody. So you kind of like, okay, it's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to still continue the service with company X, company Z, whatever it may be, uh, because there's probably good people in the background and it's not as bad as we think. And then we learn it's as bad as we think it's worse than we could have ever imagined. And I I just, it used to be that these boards were there and these companies existed in return uh, shareholder value. You know, you invest money and you hope they do the right things to, to return a good, uh, profit on your investment. Right. But now they're not even, some of them aren't even, they just don't even care. They're out with this social bent to bring their ideology to the masses. I guess they could give a damn about some of these. And these are the scary companies about, uh, about the bottom line. They just want to, they just want to force these changes on, on America and the world.
3: Right. You know, I mean, I mean, look at Bud Light. They're supposed yeah. to, you know, said what what everyone in corporate America has been trying to do. She basically said you know, we're trying to get these dumb old Americans to be more cosmopolitan and more accepting and they don't know what's good for them so we're going to teach them. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I was so impressed by that and and the boycotts of Target and other stuff that actually impacted the bottom line. Now every day you say, well they're going to wake up, right? They're going to just kind of either get out of politics or kind of move to the middle, right? (laughs) And every day you learn, no. They have no interest in doing that. There's
0: no day that doesn't shock me anymore, Rob. I got to be honest. It's just like I'm like, it doesn't surprise me that that happened. Okay, so you're again. We're talking with Rob Collins, who's founder and CEO of Coin, uh, Coin. spelled C O I G N. I'll put it in the uh, podcast notes. Conservative credit card company. Um, how do you? So you do the voting once a quarter, where you you. So it's not just you picking these charities. You actually go to your users, your clients and say, hey, did they just put forward the people? Do you have a list? Do you have an example of maybe someone that they voted for recently?
3: Sure. So this month, uh, one of our charities is LifeHouse. It's a tremendous charity that uses um, Judeo-Christian teachings and biblical teachings to help folks get out of prison, get off drugs. I know it's, you know it's awful to hear that people exit prison addicted to drugs, but they do. Yeah. No very light life skills and work skills. And they train them. And if a person comes out of prison and enters this ministry, um, 80% of them go on to graduate and lead productive lives. And that was recommended to us by a a professor at a Bible college who's a customer. And uh, we checked it out. And we really check it out for two things. One, are they solving America solution? So we always do domestic-only charities with conservative principles. And you know, not every charity can say the word conservative because of IRS rules, but we you know we try to look at it and say is this, is this doing great conservative work? But then also we really check them out to make sure the money is being put to good use, that it's you know uh, as as clean run as, as, as possible, and it looks like it's you know really putting lead on the target. And um, so you know that's an example. Um, we uh, we had uh, Fallen Patriots was another uh, person who reached out to us and said, hey, we're running this charity for. You know, if you are active duty and you, you, you die, yeah. um, your kids who are left behind have an opportunity to go to college. And they fund about $6,000 of a college education for thousands of kids across the country. And um, and no government funding, no. I mean, they, they keep it completely separate, and they just work with veterans groups to identify the kids. And, uh, you know, those are the kind of charities we like. And because it was September and it was back-to-school month, we did two charities that uh, focused on, a, teacher training, so how to kind of combat this woke, you know, CRT, indoctrination, brainwashing that they pressure the teachers to include in their curriculum, but then another group that's helping homeschoolers um, uh, with curriculum development, so if you decide you want to pull your kids out, you have resources to, you know, have uh, w- what is a fourth grader supposed to be learning about and kind of developing conservative resources, so yeah. Um, you know, about 60% of our customers participate every time we put up a vote, um, people get really into it. And then what happens is we get a whole bunch of new charities that we're going to investigate. So, you know, folks have a charity idea and they want to send it to, um, help H-E-L-P at coin. So dot com. That's our email. Then we have others, but that's just the easiest one for you Just help at com, And, uh, yeah, we love to, you know, we are always looking for good charities. You know, yeah, the big no, ones, that's, that's good. They're, they're kind of wimpy. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's a, I mean, yeah,
0: the, the legacy credit card companies, the the, the the really big ones. I mean, they ain't putting it the things you want and that you believe yeah. in. And I, I want to remind everyone it's coin, C-O-I-G-N coin.com. Let me, let me ask you this question, Rob, the infrastructure, because a lot of times people get into certain things, telecommunications, et cetera. And there's a, the infrastructure that the bigs, let's call them, uh, they have, and they have, they run. So, how does your card work? I mean, aren't you still having to use the backs of that and the, you know, all of that infrastructure to run everything?
3: We do. I mean, we're a Visa credit card, which okay. should give our customers a great feeling that it's just like every other credit card they've had since they were 16 years old. But you're right. We we do run on the rails of people who don't share our values. Um, but it gets back to my previous point, which is, you know, for 50 years, the left has been so aggressive in winning the cultural war and the corporate war. Um, and for right or for good or for ill, we've kind of ceded a lot of this control to them and we got to start someplace. And, you know, with me, I started with a credit card. If someone wants to make a Visa competitor, um, that can penetrate and make sure our folks can shop where they need to shop, I would switch in a heartbeat.
0: All right. Rob Collins, founder and CEO of coin, C O I G N coin.com coin.com, a conservative credit card company out there. Hey Rob, uh, best wishes to you and I appreciate you venturing into this and, um, and pushing that, you know, these alternatives for people so we don't have to give to causes against us. So appreciate it.
3: Hey, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on and uh, thanks for all that you do. All right. I'd love your comments.
0: Send them in right now. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. Uh, got a great special for you here from Zero Res Northern Arizona.com. Get your carpets cleaned tiles cleaned, fabrics on your couches, your RVs, things like that, your vehicles, plus house cleaning from ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. That's ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. And by the way, I had Kristen on the program talking about her three-generation small business. Uh, Check that out from Thursday's show, Thursday's podcast. But anyway, you want to save a little bit of money, got a little extra savings for you this month, $15 off of any service. Use promo code FALL15, all capital FALL, the number 15. FALL15 when you go to ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. All right, last year, Angela and I got all the blinds replaced in our home in Flagstaff. And of course, I went to my good friends at the Blind Brothers, theblindbrothers.com, another great Arizona company. And they laid out all of our options, not just the most expensive ones. They did the installation. Highly recommend you mention the Jeff Orvitz show when you call or go to the website. Go to blindbrothers, theblindbrothers.com, and get up to half off of installation in addition to any other advertised specials. Do your neighbors a favor. Call the Blind Brothers right now, 928-634-2423. That's the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. Go to theblindbrothers.com. For listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there and on YouTube. Subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that.
1: This is the Jeff Orvid Show.
0: As always, I appreciate you spending me spending time with me today. Uh, back tomorrow big weekly roundup a lot of great stuff planned as usual uh, keep in touch with me by sending me an email talk with jeff at icloud.com do me a favor subscribe to the podcast if you're listening back to this on the podcast wherever that may be give a comment in there and we'll share it uh, also five star ranking or whatever you can do on your podcast provider is always appreciated everybody have a great safe night take care back here tomorrow see you soon